With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mosiah, chapter 8. And it came to pass that after King Limhi had made an end of speaking to his people... For he spake many things unto them, and only a few of them have I written in this book. He told his people all the things concerning their brethren who were in the land of Zarahemla. And he caused that Ammon should stand up before the multitude and rehearse unto them all that had happened unto their brethren, from the time that Zenith went up out of the land, even until the time that he himself came up out of the land. And he also rehearsed unto them the last words which King Benjamin had taught them, and explained them to the people of King Limhi, so that they might understand all the words which he spake. And it came to pass that after he had done all this, that King Limhi dismissed the multitude, and caused that they should return every one unto his own house. And it came to pass that he caused that the plates which contained the record of his people, from the time that they left the land of Zarahemla, should be brought before Ammon, that he might read them. Now as soon as Ammon had read the record, the king inquired of him to know if he could interpret languages, and Ammon told him that he could not. And the king said unto him, Being grieved for the afflictions of my people, I caused that forty and three of my people should take a journey into the wilderness, that thereby they might find the land of Zarahemla, that we might appeal unto our brethren to deliver us out of bondage. And they were lost in the wilderness for the space of many days, yet they were diligent and found not the land of Zarahemla, but returned to this land, having traveled in a land among many waters, having discovered a land which was covered with bones of men and of beasts, and was also covered with ruins of buildings of every kind, having discovered a land which had been peopled with a people who were as numerous as the hosts of Israel. And for a testimony that the things that they had said are true, they have brought twenty-four plates which are filled with engravings, and they are of pure gold. And behold, also they have brought breastplates, which are large, and are of brass and of copper, and are perfectly sound. And again they have brought swords, the hilts thereof have perished, and the blades thereof were cankered with rust. And there is no one in the land that is able to interpret the language or the engravings that are on the plates. Therefore I said unto thee, Canst thou translate? And I say unto thee again, Knowest thou of any one that can translate? For I am desirous that these records should be translated into our language, for perhaps they will give us a knowledge of a remnant of the people who have been destroyed, from whence these records came, or perhaps they will give us a knowledge of this very people who have been destroyed. And I am desirous to know the cause of their destruction." Now Ammon said unto him, 
I can assuredly tell thee, O king, of a man that can translate the records, for he has wherewith that he can look and translate all records that are of ancient date, and it is a gift from God, and the things are called interpreters, and no man can look in them except he be commanded, lest he should look for that he ought not, and he should perish. And whosoever is commanded to look in them, the same is called seer. And behold, the king of the people who are in the land of Zarahemla is the man that is commanded to do these things, and who has this high gift from God. And the king said that a seer is greater than a prophet. And Ammon said that a seer is a revelator, and a prophet also, and a gift which is greater can no man have, except he should possess the power of God, which no man can, yet a man may have great power given him from God. But a seer can know of things which are past, and also of things which are to come, and by them shall all things be revealed, or rather shall secret things be made manifest, and hidden things shall come to light, and things which are not known shall be made known by them, and also things shall be made known by them which otherwise could not be known. Thus God has provided a means that man, through faith, might work mighty miracles. Therefore he becometh a great benefit to his fellow beings. And now, when Ammon had made an end of speaking these words, the king rejoiced exceedingly, and gave thanks to God, saying, Doubtless a great mystery is contained within these plates, and these interpreters were doubtless prepared for the purpose of unfolding all such mysteries to the children of men. Oh, how marvelous are the works of the Lord! And how long doth he suffer with his people? Yea, and how blind and impenetrable are the understandings of the children of men! For they will not seek wisdom, neither do they desire that she should rule over them. Yea, they are as a wild flock which fleeth from the shepherd and scattereth and are driven, and are devoured by the beasts of the forest. Mosiah chapter 9 I, Zenith, having been taught in all the language of the Nephites, and having had a knowledge of the land of Nephi, or of the land of our father's first inheritance, and having been sent as a spy among the Lamanites, that I might spy out their forces, that our army might come upon them and destroy them, but... When I saw that which was good among them, I was desirous that they should not be destroyed. Therefore I contended with my brethren in the wilderness, for I would that our ruler should make a treaty with them. But he, being an austere and a bloodthirsty man, commanded that I should be slain. But I was rescued by the shedding of much blood, for father fought against father, and brother against brother until the greater number of our army was destroyed in the wilderness. And we returned, those of us that were spared, to the land of Zarahemla to relate that tale to their wives and their children. And yet, I being overzealous to inherit the land of our fathers, collected as many as were desirous to go up to possess the land, and started again on our journey into the wilderness to go up to the land. But we were smitten with famine and sore afflictions, for we were slow to remember the Lord our God. Nevertheless, after many days wandering in the wilderness, we pitched our tents in the place where our brethren were slain, which was near to the land of our fathers. And it came to pass that I went again with four of my men into the city, in unto the king, that I might know of the disposition of the king, and that I might know if I might go in with my people and possess the land in peace. 
And I went in unto the king, and he covenanted with me that I might possess the land of Lehi-Nephi and the land of Shilom. And he also commanded that his people should depart out of the land. And I and my people went into the land that we might possess it. And we began to build buildings, and to repair the walls of the city, yea, even the walls of the city of Lehi-Nephi and the city of Shilom. And we began to till the ground, yea, even with all manner of seeds, with seeds of corn, and of wheat, and of barley, and with neas, and with shium, and with seeds of all manner of fruits. And we did begin to multiply and prosper in the land. Now it was the cunning and the craftiness of King Laman to bring my people into bondage, that he yielded up the land that we might possess it. Therefore it came to pass that after we had dwelt in the land for the space of twelve years, that King Laman began to grow uneasy, lest by any means my people should wax strong in the land, and that they could not overpower them and bring them into bondage. Now they were a lazy and an idolatrous people, therefore they were desirous to bring us into bondage, that they might glut themselves with the labors of our hands, yea, that they might feast themselves upon the flocks of our fields. Therefore it came to pass that King Laman began to stir up his people, that they should contend with my people. Therefore there began to be wars and contentions in the land. For in the thirteenth year of my reign in the land of Nephi, away on the south of the land of Shilom, when my people were watering and feeding their flocks and tilling their lands, a numerous host of Lamanites came upon them and began to slay them, and to take off their flocks and the corn of their fields. Yea, and it came to pass that they fled, all that were not overtaken, even into the city of Nephi, and they did call upon me for protection. And it came to pass that I did arm them with bows, and with arrows, with swords, and with scimitars, and with clubs, and with slings, and with all manner of weapons which we could invent. And I and my people did go forth against the Lamanites to battle. Yea, in the strength of the Lord did we go forth to battle against the Lamanites. For I and my people did cry mightily to the Lord that he would deliver us out of the hands of our enemies. For we were awakened to a remembrance of the deliverance of our fathers. And God did hear our cries, and did answer our prayers, and we did go forth in his might. Yea, we did go forth against the Lamanites, and in one day and a night we did slay three thousand and forty-three. We did slay them even until we had driven them out of our land. And I myself with mine own hands did help to bury their dead. And behold, to our great sorrow and lamentation, two hundred and seventy-nine of our brethren were slain. Mosiah chapter 10 And it came to pass that we again began to establish the kingdom, and we again began to possess the land in peace. And I caused that there should be weapons of war made of every kind, that thereby I might have weapons for my people against the time the Lamanites should come up again to war against my people. And I set guards round about the land, that the Lamanites might not come upon us again unawares and destroy us. And thus I did guard my people and my flocks, and keep them from falling into the hands of our enemies. And it came to pass that we did inherit the land of our fathers, for many years, yea, for the space of twenty and two years. And I did cause that the men should till the ground, and raise all manner of grain, and all manner of fruit of every kind. And I did cause that the women should spin, and toil, and work, and work all manner of fine linen, yea, and cloth of every kind, that we might clothe our nakedness. And thus we did prosper in the land, 
Thus we did have continual peace in the land for the space of twenty and two years. And it came to pass that King Laman died, and his son began to reign in his stead. And he began to stir his people up in rebellion against my people. Therefore they began to prepare for war, and to come up to battle against my people. But I had sent my spies out round about the land of Shemlon, that I might discover their preparations, that I might guard against them, that they might not come upon my people and destroy them. And it came to pass that they came up upon the north of the land of Shilom with their numerous hosts, men armed with bows, and with arrows, and with swords, and with scimitars, and with stones, and with slings, and they had their heads shaved that they were naked, and they were girded with a leathern girdle about their loins. And it came to pass that I caused that the women and children of my people should be hid in the wilderness, and I also caused that all my old men that could bear arms, and also all my young men that were able to bear arms, should gather themselves together to go to battle against the Lamanites, and I did place them in their ranks, every man according to his age. And it came to pass that we did go up to battle against the Lamanites, and I, even I in my old age, did go up to battle against the Lamanites, and it came to pass that we did go up in the strength of the Lord to battle. Now the Lamanites knew nothing concerning the Lord, nor the strength of the Lord, therefore they depended upon their own strength, yet they were a strong people as to the strength of men. They were a wild and ferocious and a bloodthirsty people, believing in the tradition of their fathers, which is this, believing that they were driven out of the land of Jerusalem because of the iniquities of their fathers, and that they were wronged in the wilderness by their brethren, and they were also wronged while crossing the sea, and again that they were wronged while in the land of their first inheritance after they had crossed the sea, and all this because that Nephi was more faithful in keeping the commandments of the Lord, Therefore he was favored of the Lord, for the Lord heard his prayers and answered them, and he took the lead of their journey in the wilderness. And his brethren were wroth with him, because they understood not the dealings of the Lord. They were also wroth with him upon the waters, because they hardened their hearts against the Lord. And again they were wroth with him when they had arrived in the promised land, because they said that he had taken the ruling of the people out of their hands, and they sought to kill him. And again they were wroth with him, because he departed into the wilderness, as the Lord had commanded him, and took the records which were engraven on the plates of brass, for they said that he had robbed them. And thus they have taught their children that they should hate them, and that they should murder them, and that they should rob and plunder them, and do all they could to destroy them. Therefore they have an eternal hatred towards the children of Nephi. For this very cause has King Laman by his cunning and lying craftiness and his fair promises deceived me, that I have brought this my people up into this land, that they may destroy them. Yea, and we have suffered these many years in the land. And now I, Zenith, after having told all these things unto my people concerning the Lamanites, I did stimulate them to go to battle with their might, putting their trust in the Lord. Therefore we did contend with them face to face." And it came to pass that we did drive them again out of our land, and we slew them with a great slaughter, even so many that we did not number them. And it came to pass that we returned again to our own land, and my people again began to tend their flocks and to till their ground. And now I, being old, did confer the kingdom upon one of my sons. Therefore I say no more, and may the Lord bless my people. Amen.
Mosiah chapter 11 And now it came to pass that Zenith conferred the kingdom upon Noah, one of his sons. Therefore Noah began to reign in his stead, and he did not walk in the ways of his father. For behold, he did not keep the commandments of God, but he did walk after the desires of his own heart. And he had many wives and concubines, and he did cause his people to commit sin, and do that which was abominable in the sight of the Lord. Yea, and they did commit whoredoms, and all manner of wickedness. And he laid a tax of one-fifth part of all they possessed, a fifth part of their gold, and of their silver, and a fifth part of their ziph, and of their copper, and of their brass, and their iron, and a fifth part of their fatlings, and also a fifth part of all their grain. And all this did he take to support himself and his wives and his concubines, and also his priests and their wives and their concubines. Thus he had changed the affairs of the kingdom. For he put down all the priests that had been consecrated by his father, and consecrated new ones in their stead, such as were lifted up in the pride of their hearts. Yea, and thus they were supported in their laziness, and in their idolatry, and in their whoredoms by the taxes which King Noah had put upon his people. Thus did the people labor exceedingly to support iniquity. Yea, and they also became idolatrous, because they were deceived by the vain and flattering words of the king and priests. For they did speak flattering things unto them, and it came to pass that King Noah built many elegant and spacious buildings, and he ornamented them with fine work of wood, and of all manner of precious things, of gold, and of silver, and of iron, and of brass, and of ziph, and of copper. And he also built him a spacious palace, and a throne in the midst thereof, all of which was of fine wood, and was ornamented with gold and silver and with precious things. And he also caused that his workmen should work all manner of fine work within the walls of the temple, of fine wood, and of copper, and of brass. And the seats which were set apart for the high priests, which were above all the other seats, he did ornament with pure gold, and he caused a breastwork to be built before them, that they might rest their bodies and their arms upon, while they should speak lying and vain words to his people. And it came to pass that he built a tower near the temple, yea, a very high tower, even so high that he could stand upon the top thereof, and overlook the land of Shilom, and also the land of Shemlon, which was possessed by the Lamanites, and he could even look over all the land round about. And it came to pass that he caused many buildings to be built in the land of Shilom, and he caused a great tower to be built on the hill north of the land Shilom, which had been a resort for the children of Nephi at the time they fled out of the land. And thus he did do with the riches which he obtained by the taxation of his people. And it came to pass that he placed his heart upon his riches, and he spent his time in riotous living with his wives and his concubines, and so did also his priests spend their time with harlots. And it came to pass that he planted vineyards round about in the land, and he built wine-presses, and made wine in abundance, and therefore he became a wine-bibber, and also his people. And it came to pass that the Lamanites began to come in upon his people, upon small numbers, and to slay them in their fields, and while they were tending their flocks. And King Noah sent guards round about the land to keep them off, but he did not send a sufficient number, and the Lamanites came upon them and killed them, and drove many of their flocks out of the land. 
Thus the Lamanites began to destroy them and to exercise their hatred upon them. And it came to pass that King Noah sent his armies against them, and they were driven back, or they drove them back for a time. Therefore they returned rejoicing in their spoil. And now because of this great victory they were lifted up in the pride of their hearts. They did boast in their own strength, saying that their fifty could stand against thousands of the Lamanites. And thus they did boast, and did delight in blood, and the shedding of the blood of their brethren. And this because of the wickedness of their king and priests. And it came to pass that there was a man among them whose name was Abinadi. And he went forth among them and began to prophesy, saying, Behold, thus saith the Lord, and thus hath he commanded me, saying, Go forth, and say unto this people, Thus saith the Lord, Woe be unto this people, for I have seen their abominations, and their wickedness, and their whoredoms, and except they repent, I will visit them in mine anger, and except they repent, and turn to the Lord their God, behold, I will deliver them into the hands of their enemies, yea, and they shall be brought into bondage, and they shall be afflicted by the hand of their enemies. And it shall come to pass that they shall know that I am the Lord their God, and am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of my people. And it shall come to pass that except this people repent, and turn unto the Lord their God, they shall be brought into bondage, and none shall deliver them, except it be the Lord the Almighty God. Yea, and it shall come to pass that when they shall cry unto me, I will be slow to hear their cries. Yea, and I will suffer them, that they be smitten by their enemies. And except they repent in sackcloth and ashes, and cry mightily to the Lord their God, I will not hear their prayers, neither will I deliver them out of their afflictions. And thus saith the Lord, and thus hath he commanded me. Now it came to pass that when Abinadi had spoken these words unto them, they were wroth with him, and sought to take away his life, but the Lord delivered him out of their hands. Now when King Noah had heard of the words which Abinadi had spoken unto the people, he was also wroth, and he said, Who is Abinadi, that I and my people should be judged of him? Or who is the Lord that shall bring upon my people such great affliction? I command you to bring Abinadi hither, that I may slay him, for he has said these things, that he might stir up my people to anger one with another, and to raise contentions among my people. Therefore I will slay him. Now the eyes of the people were blinded, therefore they hardened their hearts against the words of Abinadi, and they sought from that time forward to take him. And King Noah hardened his heart against the word of the Lord, and he did not repent of his evil doings. End of Mosiah chapters 8 through 11. Experience the best in relaxation and entertainment with Saul Good streaming at SaulGood.org. Our extensive library features hundreds of audiobooks, thousands of short stories, original podcasts, and popular sounds for sleep, meditation, and relaxation all ad-free. Whether you want to escape into a good book or fall asleep to your favorite ambient sound, we have something for everyone. Go to SaulGood.org to start streaming and discover your new go-to for entertainment and relaxation. That's S-O-L-G-O-O-D dot O-R-G. Elevate your productivity and relaxation with SaulGoodBooks.com. For $10 a month, access an exclusive selection of ad-free audiobooks. Perfect for listening during a break or commute. 
Enhance your listening experience at soulgoodbooks.com.